now it's Just Plane Radio. Yeah. The show devoted exclusively to flying and the aviation lifestyle. I can fly. Take me to the Brought to you by JustPlaneRadio.com. It's your lucky day. Your aviation resource on the information super skyway. You got a plane. Call Just Plane Radio toll free now at 888-884-2FLY. And the sky's the limit. That's 888-884-2359. Sir? I'd like you to take the helm, please. I'd be glad to. Greg, your co-pilot, that's me, along with Captain Dennis, and our special guest, Tom Haynes, who was, uh, anyway, he's formerly with AOPA. Now he uh, consults and just pretty much shares his aviation knowledge with the world and joins us on uh, Just Plane Radio every now and then. And today happens to be one of those days. Tom, thanks for joining us. How you doing, buddy? I'm doing great. Thanks for the opportunity. It's always fun catching up with you guys and uh, and checking out uh, what's happening in general aviation. Well, you came on a good day because uh, Dennis literally almost missed the show because he was uh, <laughs> saving kittens. I kid you not. Uh, you think that's a, a job for the firemen. But uh, Dennis, right before we got on the air today, I uh, said, guys, sorry I'm late. He showed up like a minute late, made it in time, though. And uh, he said, I had to rescue a kitten. In in your car, what happened, my Dennis? My wife's my wife's car. She was actually yeah. driving home from work and called me when she pulled into the garage and said, "There's something meowing. I uh-huh. need your help." Okay, uh, and uh, I had to basically disassemble the grill of her car because there is a little white kitten between the grill and the radiator. Huh? Okay, and we couldn't see him. He was hidden in a way that we could. So we're <laughs> taking headlights out and clips off and. My daughter's reaching in to finally grab him once we could finally see where he was hiding, but we could right. hear him meowing, and she was just freaking out because she, you know, felt just helpless. She'd just driven the car from work, and there's something making noise, and it's not supposed to be there. Right. This doesn't sound uh, like your typical engine whine noise or something. No. Is a miss. This sounds like it's a lie. My daughter's, yeah, my daughter's laughing in the bed as we're trying to tear this thing apart. She's like, "Too bad it couldn't have been in the airplane." We know how to take that apart. Well, there's that. Yeah, I don't know uh, if the kitten would have survived as easily uh, on that one, no, but yeah, there, they, there is a YouTube video of one uh, getting loose in somebody's little ultralight and climbing right. around up in the wing. Oh, that's right. Like, I remember that yeah. video. Yeah, yeah, that, that that's uh, quite a memorable story. For that little uh, cat, I assume that uh, it found a good home after its its free well, flight, the free discover flight. Right. But well, it, in this one, as soon as we're done with the show today, we're heading over to the vet to have them looked over. And yeah, we've already picked out a name. This was going to be Max. Okay. Uh, because the car is a C Max. Of course. There you go. <laughs> so and I eventually, think, uh, it seems appropriate. You'll throw the kitten in the airplane and uh, uh, take it for a ride, maybe too, huh? That'd we'll be get fun, little right? kitty earmuffs, maybe. Yeah. Why not? Give Maybe Lightspeed makes some noise canceling. Well, there you got. go. So Dennis has done his good deed of the day. Uh, so we're going to start <laughs> on a, a a kitty story. Who would have thunk it? And then move into the latest aviation news. And, and you thought this was a radio show? Yeah, it's well, more you know, lifestyle. It just right? goes to show that uh, pilots, aviation enthusiasts, have big hearts. Uh, you saved a kitten today, so you should be proud of yourself, Dennis. You're making us making us look good in that regard. And uh, hopefully it'll be a new addition to the uh, family. Uh, well, we'll keep you posted as, okay. as we find out more. I like it. I like it. All right. So uh, Tom, uh, actually, he uh, told us before we got on the air today, too. He says, hey, guys, I may have some big news for you to share on Just Plain Radio today. Breaking news this week. And, uh, you know, Dennis and I, we were both thinking, oh, okay, he's 
he's going to do something big. And uh, and it was still, it was big news. But of course, it, he's not taking over AOPA or anything like that. Just not yet. Right, Tom? Yeah. Yeah, uh, yeah, not yet, not ever. I don't think. Oh, okay. Uh, well, but, but thank, you never but thank know. You very much for the suggestion, but yeah, well, and we weren't the first ones to think it was some big announcement <laughs> no. like that, right? Uh, no, I mean Mark Baker at AOPA did announce uh, just uh, last week that uh, he is in the midst of a transition, working with the board to find a replacement mm-hmm. for him. And of course, then I had a whole bunch of people calling me and saying, "Hey, it's probably you." Retirement. It's it's an opportunity. You but you just retirement. probably like, got eclipsed by Dennis because Dennis just saved a kitten. Yeah, that's right. He's he's, he's further further up in the 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 importance chain than me. That's for sure. Yeah, but uh, but yeah, we, but we don't know. We don't have any scoops in that regard, and that's not the no. big news that you were going to share with us today. It was uh, more industry type news, correct? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. It uh, just down the beach from you guys, uh, Piper Aircraft out of Vero Beach, Florida, um, had a big announcement this week about their new turboprop, the M seven hundred Fury. Hmm. Um, which is a uh, 300 knot airplane. The first time that I know of uh, that any of their, well, I know that their single engine airplanes have uh, top 300 knots. You know, they had the, they had the, uh, the big uh, 400 uh, twin years ago that was yeah. faster than that. But anyhow, this is a single engine turboprop. It's an M700, kind of a bigger engine version of the M600 that they've had out for a number of years. And um, it's some pretty impressive numbers, actually. Climb, Climb uh, rate is 30% better than the M600 and uh, gets up to flight level 300 or thereabouts uh, really quickly, just a, just a few minutes. It's quite, it's like uh, like a third faster um, than, um, than the M600 and its climb rate, which is pretty remarkable for these and very important for these airplanes because you got to get to altitude faster so you can get a higher true airspeed and lower fuel burn in a turboprop. And and that really impacts your um in your your range numbers and all kinds of things. So getting to altitude quickly is really important. But then of course they've got all the latest Garmin technology in it, including Auto Land and, and Ooh, Auto Throttle. Liking the sound of, of this. It, it sounds like their really answer cool stuff. to uh Cirrus, which we were talking about last week. Is this kind of like in the, not quite or is it in the same category as the new G seven? Well, the um, we were talking. I missed the show. Were you talking about the uh, the Vision Jet or uh, from from Cirrus, the new, uh, or the you're talking about the probably this? The I think this airplane. slots in more as a competitor to the Vision Jet yeah, than it would as this the SR series because right. the SR series is Doesn't in the low two hundred knot, right, right, piston power. But this is turboprop mm-hmm. and flight levels and pressurized, which would be more comparable to the Cirrus SF seven uh, SF fifty. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. All right. Well, so nice. it's. Uh, you know, it's a very different uh, cabin layout, but you know, it's 300 knots, and the and the Vision Jet is you know just about 300 knots, uh, maybe a little bit more than that. And yeah. uh, the the but the the turboprop has better range than the Jet, um, but similar technologies. We both have Auto Land, for example. They, uh, well, both have Auto Throttles. Well, now. besides the fact that it has a cool name, Fury, which I yeah. I, I love that. Is it? But and so is that a, a new name too, or is that model? Yeah. Name? I am no that that's they got me name, on the yeah. name. I am flying a fury. Thank you, Piper yeah. Fury. Uh, yeah, but, but what about the cabin size? What, how big is it? Can it carry? Uh, it's pretty good too. Six, yeah, it's six seats um, right. and um, pretty good payload. And and uh, you know, really, they got a bunch of new 
really nice paint schemes as well. The the one they're showing for the Furies is sort of copper and gray and black, which nice. sounds sounds uh, sexy. Maybe, yeah, it is. It's it's, okay. it's like big volcano colors. It seems to be the theme that they're working off of. So. Yeah, well, Fury uh, it matches. Yeah, I, I, see, right. I, I'm into the names. I mean, uh, yeah. you know, if you can't fly good, at least you look good. <laughs> That's and, right. You know. And hopefully you can do what's, both. What's your excuse, Greg? <laughs> well, I, I got to learn to uh, fly okay. first. But, uh, you know, if I, if I look good in the process, that's a bonus as far as I'm concerned. But, yeah, that sounds pretty sleek. Uh, do we got an idea on what the price tag is? Or do uh, we know? They, you know, they didn't didn't say. My guess yeah. is, that, you know, it's 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 got to be, um, you know, the three, three, three million-ish. I don't know. If you have yeah. to ask, well, you can't probably, afford it. Yeah, probably somewhere in the, between two and three million, I would guess, uh, okay. just based on where these airplanes tend to pencil out. Right. But 4.1 million. Okay. Well, no, really? Where did you see that somewhere? Really? I just pulled it up. Google's our friend here. Okay. Like Flying Magazine says it's lit 4.1 million. Oh, 4.1. I thought you said 1.1. Yeah. Like, no, 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 no. no. 4.1. <laughs> oh, okay. Yes. 1.4 million. Yeah, I'd, they'd sell a lot of those versus yeah, an right. SR series. Yeah. But That's yeah, right. but we just got to tell them we know Tom Haynes. Maybe they'll, they'll cut us a, a freebie. Us and and we live in Florida. Come on. Yes, exactly. Well, you know, they don't even have to fly it far. <laughs> Save <laughs> on the, the delivery. Road. That's right. We're right. throwing a free kitten. What do you say, Piper? Come on. <laughs> uh, work with your friends here. Yeah. Just Somehow radio. I don't think it, it would do so well in the engine compartment of a turboprop. Yeah, though. probably not. Probably not. But, yeah, that sounds pretty cool. Fury, new Piper. Uh, another one to add to the list. Right, Dennis? Uh, we can drool all we want. Yes. That's what you do as an aviation enthusiast and private pilot. All right. More coming up on Just Plane Radio. Stay close. Just Plane Radio, the show devoted exclusively to flying and the aviation lifestyle. Do you have a message or product you need to share with the aviation world? Well, look no further than Just Plane Radio. Just like you, thousands of aviation enthusiasts are hearing this message. And we could be talking about you and your product or service as early as next Saturday. Remember, a terrible thing happens when you don't advertise. Nothing. Go to JustPlaneRadio.com. Send us an email and let us get to work to make your marketing message matter. Whether you're a flight student, an experienced pilot, or simply an aviation enthusiast, there is a place for you as a member of the Aircraft Owners and Pilots Association. Join AOPA to get the latest general aviation news, safety resources, and technical support you need to sharpen your skills and become a central part of the nation's vibrant general aviation community. Learn more about becoming a member at AOPA.org. That's AOPA.org. Imagine traveling twice as fast as you can drive. Imagine taking friends and family snorkeling, surfing, skiing, shopping, and more to exotic destinations. Imagine attending business meetings in cities far away and still making it home at night. Or just imagine exploring the wild blue yonder. Quit dreaming about it and get to it. There has never been a better time to become a private pilot. And flight training professionals in Orlando will show you how. Flight Training Professionals in Orlando is your full-service flight school. 
a state-of-the-art flight simulator, a fleet of the latest Cessna aircraft, and a staff of full-time seasoned flight instructors are just a few of the many reasons flight training professionals in Orlando is the place to start your aviation adventure. Call 407-896-0077. That's 407-896-0077. Or go to ftpros.com. That's ftpros.com. With Just Plane Radio, the show devoted exclusively to flying and the aviation lifestyle. How do they get all that metal up in the air? It makes no sense. It also doesn't make any sense how much you're sweating. Ha! He thinks we're all going to die. This guy. If the plane doesn't kill you, I will. Looks like it's time for someone to take their sleepy pill. You're going to be okay. This is Just Plain Radio. Greg, your co-pilot. That's me, Law Captain Dennis. And from, uh, well, formerly of AOPA, Tom Haynes. He's now kind of semi-retired consulting, working with the Just Plain Radio crew and helping us uh, navigate the latest aviation news and information. All right. Uh, last week, by the way, we were talking a lot about a commercial flying. Uh, Dennis and I were flying Delta and uh, did the Seoul Sky Club thing, went up uh, to New York City, covered that base pretty well. And then right after we did the show, they released the new updates for uh, Delta's, I don't know, Delta Reserve, American Express card benefits, and Sky Club changes and things. Everything switched over on February 1st. And uh, they released an email. And one of the big benefits you get, and Dennis and I both take advantage of the reserve card that they have, is they give you a free companion ticket uh, to use once a year. Now, you can maximize that and cover the annual fee, and then you get Delta Sky Club access, you know, for 15 times a year per person, that kind of thing. And it's a pretty good benefit, even though they, you know, tightened it up, uh, you know, a few months ago. Uh, but they've changed the companion uh, ticket benefit uh, quite substantially. Uh, before it was like if you had the reserve card, their highest level card, which they did bump the the annual fee up to from like five fifty to six fifty a year, which is pretty hefty, depending on how you look at that kind of stuff. But the companion ticket you get as uh, you know as your renewal benefit every year has been expanded to a companion free companion ticket. You buy one get one free for Maine for first class that used to be just in the U.S. Uh, continental U.S. They've expanded it to make it, uh, uh, you know, Hawaii, Caribbean, North America. I mean, that, that's pretty substantial. I mean, you could, if you, you know, you talk about a first class ticket to, you know, go someplace deep in the Caribbean or even Hawaii. I mean, you're you're in the like two grand range, wouldn't you think, Dennis? Uh, I don't know. I can't afford to buy a first class ticket. I have to hope for a free upgrade, which doesn't happen on Hawaii flights, by well, the way. Well, that's well. I'm just saying. Even a main cabin could cost you, you know, from Florida oh. can go up to a grand easy, you know. Yeah. So, or, or you know, go someplace in the Caribbean. So now you, you know, you get that companion ticket. You've knocked out the annual fee uh, pretty easily if you're planning a trip already, like a vacation, and and you you know work it out right. That that's a pretty substantial upgrade. I was like, I was pleasantly surprised. Matter of fact, I was so excited about it because 
I already had my current companion ticket that I was trying to use. And uh, all of a sudden I see this email and I'm like, whoa, hey, I can change this and I can go someplace deep in the Caribbean. And I call it, can I use the one I already have in my uh, account that I have to use or, you know, uh, you know, uh, or, 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 you know, uh, 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 execute by I don't know I, I think I got till the end of uh, April or something to to spend it to use it like as an e credit and uh, they said no <laughs> and yeah your your uh, certificate's going to apply to the old rules but everything after I guess February first if you get the companion uh, ticket benefit it'll apply to this new you know international travel uh, benefit thing that that's a big big change. So I don't know. I I was happy to see that. I, at least they're starting to go a little bit in the right direction. There were a couple other extra benefits they threw in that are maybe going to offset the fact that they're limiting, you know, Sky Club access to 15 visits uh, per year per card member or something like that, which is kind of sucky because before it was unlimited, but that's 15 different days. So you know that should cover you uh, cover you pretty good. Unless you're traveling like every week and stuff. So, I, you know, I guess it's a bit of a trade-off. So they, they've backpedaled and added a couple little things to kind of soften the blow. So I, I guess I'm I'm back on board with them. What do you think, Dennis? Uh, I think it's still going to fit within my normal travel schedules. But yeah. uh, I'm definitely going to be reconsidering whether I need it uh, when the renewal comes up. Well, maybe. What do you think, Tom? Do you take advantage of that stuff or you you make too much money you don't care anyway? Uh, no, I don't. I'd love to take advantage of that stuff, I, but I'm too cheap to spend the money. Yeah, uh, for the for the most part. Um, and uh, but I, it's curious, you know, that they would limit that because the people who are using that have to be their best customers, right? This right. the ones who spend the most money with them. The, the people who were traveling like every week, and right. for them to be limited to only 15 days a year seems like you would really be, uh, you know, hurting oh. your best customers well when they first announced this you know like a few months ago boy oh it hit the fan yeah i remember yeah yeah it was not not good i wasn't i was like are you kidding me come on now uh you know there are ways to still get access beyond 15 i suppose uh you you can use your points or you know uh, there's other thresholds if you meet you can get the you know unlimited sky club access thing uh beyond that so there's are there are still some ways to do it but yeah they've made it a little more difficult for sure to uh now work the system but that one benefit for with the companion ticket that is a major upgrade that is then that's nice i so i was kind of surprised i think many people were surprised and i will say when i as soon as it went you know, uh, out there to all the membership, you know, they sent out an email to people. If you have this American express card and I was one of them, I got it. Uh, the, the online community went nuts. And the number one question I saw was, Hey, uh, can my current, uh, companion, uh, certificate, uh, can I take it to Hawaii now? Can I go to the Caribbean? So I was not alone. No. <laughs> that was the first, the first thought I think on a lot of card members minds when they saw that announcement, but, uh, as uh, you would have guessed, no, it only applied to new companion certificates uh-huh. that are issued under the new rules. So we'll right. see. But still. So i got to ask, though. I mean, so with your new companion, like, who are you going to take, Dennis or me? Right. That's, that is the question you guys will ask and have to uh, battle it out with my <laughs> wife. So, yeah, and I have a feeling we know who's going to win that cage match. 
<laughs> and, uh, she's pretty scrappy. Oh yeah, yeah. She'll take she'll take you both out. She'll take you out <laughs> both at once. You won't have a chance. But yeah, I mean, uh, you know, you know, once again, you maximize your companion ticket. That uh, hefty price for the uh, for the card really isn't that bad if you already no, get a vacation in plants. Yeah. So, you yeah. know, that that's the thing. You, if you work the system to your advantage, you can make it, uh, you know, make it work pretty good, I think. And uh, hopefully they'll keep improving, you know, Sky Club access. And as we discussed last week on the show, Dennis, our experience was pretty good up there in LaGuardia. So, you know, I mean, like I said, maybe this is, uh, maybe they are, you know, putting in the effort to make things better, even though initially it came off like, what? You're going to take away what? You're going to kill us. Come on. I mean, yeah, they are kind of pushing us towards GA, which I, you know, still GA is the way to go. There's no question about that. But maybe in the meantime, this will soften the blow just a little bit. All right. Now we will get back on track with GA next. Key West has just done a major upgrade to the FBO where we're going to talk about that next on Just Plain Radio. Just Plane Radio, the show devoted exclusively to flying and the aviation lifestyle. Imagine traveling twice as fast as you can drive. Imagine taking friends and family snorkeling, surfing, skiing, shopping, and more to exotic destinations. Imagine attending business meetings in cities far away and still making it home at night. Or just imagine exploring the wild blue yonder. Quit dreaming about it and get to it. There has never been a better time to become a private pilot. And flight training professionals in Orlando will show you how. Flight Training Professionals in Orlando is your full-service flight school. A state-of-the-art flight simulator, a fleet of the latest Cessna aircraft, and a staff of full-time seasoned flight instructors are just a few of the many reasons Flight Training Professionals in Orlando is the place to start your aviation adventure. Call 407-896-0077. That's 407-896-0077. Or go to ftpros.com. That's ftpros.com. You are now clear for takeoff with Just Plane Radio, the show devoted exclusively to flying and the aviation lifestyle. I'm going to take the plane out for a spin. You want to come with me? Go. Fly? I played it cool, but I was pretty jazzed. <laughs> I love to fly. I love to do most anything. If I could fly, then I would be the king. I'll be the king of the world. This is Just Plane Radio. Gregor Copilot. That's me, along with Captain Dennis. And formerly with AOPA, Tom Haynes retired, but consulting our crew and just uh, lifting us up a notch, or uh, several actually, today on the big show as we navigate the latest aviation news and information. All right, so um, Key West has uh, upgraded their FBO uh, down there. It's now, was it a signature property before Dennis, or is that new? What it yes, it's always, okay. signature has always been the, the lone FBO at uh, Key West International. And right. I don't know if you remember when we went down there about a year ago, yep. but it was 
downgraded even more than the old facility because they had torn it down and mm-hmm. were working out of temporary trailers and yeah it, it, it was a little more rustic they didn't lower the fees no of course you. not <laughs> but, but uh, uh but yeah being you know honestly you know to me it kind of looked like a, an out island you know fbo that you'd get experience down in the caribbean which kind of gives it that key westy vibe so it didn't really surprise me much but yeah you were like, well, wait a minute. If all this construction's going on, why are we still paying this ridiculous fee? And they said, ah, we'll cut you a break. We know who you are. You'll talk smack. So they did cut you a deal and uh, were nice in that regard, I believe, weren't yeah, they? Yeah, they did yeah. cut us a deal. And that was when we went down for uh, Fantasy Fest a year ago and right. hung out with, the, with Tom and his wife. Yes. And they, they yeah. were like definitely juicing the fees there for the big uh, Halloween spectacle that is fantasy fest there in key west but now all the renovations have been done they've opened up the new facility and i don't know you've seen pictures it looks nice or what dennis what do yeah you it looks like i mean you, they have to do a, they've got very little space to work with down there so they they went vertical and it looks like a, a multi-story fbo so that yeah. should be, hopefully give you a little bit more room because the uh, the previous permanent facility they had was really ramshackle and run down i mean mm-hmm. I've, I've seen better gas station restrooms than i saw at the signature in key west right so i mean anything's an improvement but this looks like it should be very very nice and we're gonna have to go down and make an official field trip i think to go check it out okay well have they said anything about fees or they're gonna keep them the same or do we know and i don't know has that ever been on the radar for aopa in the past tom as far as uh, key west being a little pricey at times or oh yeah yeah absolutely that was that was one of the I don't know, target fbos at AO, for, for aopa and its effort to both force fbos to be transparent in their fees so you yeah. don't show up on the ramp and be charged oh you know two hundred dollars for your security fee and then don't forget the ramp fee don't forget the parking fee don't forget the overnight fee and all these things that you didn't know you were going to get hit with when you showed up on their ramp right and so and don't forget key, the special key, event fee Yes. There you go. Mm-hmm. And Key West was one of the biggest offenders of that. And so AOPA was uh, very much on them and actually had worked out a deal where they were supposed to be providing a, you know, several free parking spots for GA airplanes so that if you didn't need the signature services, you could have a place to park. Because as you just said, one of their complaints down there is they just don't have a lot of real estate. Yeah. And uh, signature was like, that's yeah, going to be really hard to do. But um, there was a plan in place where it was supposed to happen and frankly i don't know whether ever ever did or not there's also i think supposed to be a spot available for you to wash your airplane and and do light maintenance um Mm. that they were supposed to provide at no cost but again i'm not sure any of that happened but meanwhile of course they renewed their release and part of the deal was key west said you got to upgrade the facility so now they've spent all this how many millions of dollars to build this new facility which looks great by the way but you know what the result is going to be is somebody's got to pay for that. lower so fees for be. everyone yeah yeah that's no? <laughs> i don't know that just doesn't seem to be a, a, a thing that's likely to happen yeah probably not dennis so i guess if we're going to go down and check it out that'll probably be a special event and we'll have to pay the fee for that too then just to right. check out the new building yeah, yeah. well maybe well, i don't know with you guys it could be that you are the special event and that they would charge others extra to come at the same time that you guys are there perhaps you know, know. I, just, it, it, just it's me always thinking. How you uh, approach it, what you do, you call them up in advance, say, hey, we're coming down. We're going to fly right. down to Dennis's Mooney 201. Uh, it'll be for Fantasy Fest. And if you charge us a crazy amount, we're going to just spray paint our bodies and uh, come like that. 
if you get if you charge us a ridiculous amount of money. That'll that'll teach them. You can either <laughs> yeah, have me fully it. clothed or wearing a sock. Exactly. How? <laughs> <laughs> Yes. Ooh, visual, bad visual. Yes, well, that's what you do when you're We did apologize too. in advance, I do believe. Yeah, we tr- well, we tried. Or we warned them. Uh, you know, it's like uh, uh, don't try to squeeze the turnip cuz ain't nothing there. <laughs> and and if if you're not careful that uh, turnip could get exposed. Uh, there, there's a reason I own a Mooney 201 and not a Piper Fury. Yeah. All right. Exactly. But uh, yeah, it does sound like a fun trip. We ought to go down there and check it out. And they're really nice folks. I mean, you know, I mean, there's always that balance between they. I, I understand they got to make money and they got to do their mm-hmm. thing, but you know, keeping it in check and keeping the the fees, like you said, uh, you, you don't like surprises when you're flying into places like that. And that kind of caught us a little off guard last time. And that, I think that's why. You know, Dean, uh, you know, uh, Dennis pleaded his case and he said, okay, okay, well, we'll uh, cut your break this time. That's kind of what happened last time, right, Dennis? Well, and I came in on a Thursday night and was literally coming down for like two, three hours for dinner. Yeah. It wasn't like I was coming down to spend the whole night and stay over to, you know, take right. it all in. So, mm-hmm. so, uh, so we got to go down there and do it right next time. But, uh, but yeah, uh, you know, it's, it's just something they got to, Figure out, keep it in check. So we'll see how that evolves and plan a trip accordingly. Now, the other big uh, news or something to keep in mind, of course, you know, coming up, uh, well, this weekend or tomorrow, uh, we got the Super Bowl. So uh, a lot of stuff is going on in Las Vegas. Uh, big TFR. Uh, don't try to fly. The- I heard that all the uh, I don't know, private plane slots are already sold out. Uh, you couldn't fly in there last minute if you wanted. Is that right, uh, Tom? Is that what you've heard, too? Yeah. yeah, I mean, it's sort of like the Formula One thing uh, from last, you know, a few months ago when everything was sold out. There were all these special event fees, like we were just talking about, and uh, ridiculous charges at all of the surrounding airports. And the same thing is happening for the Super Bowl, and of course, all kinds of restricted airspace accompanying this one. And so, anybody who's flying anywhere near Las Vegas, make sure you check out the FAA's TFR map, and they've even got a, a special web page <clears throat> that you can. Uh, Google its FA safety plan for Super Bowl um, LV11, uh, LV3. Uh, what is that, 58? Yeah, we'll go right. with that. Yeah, yeah. That's good Any enough of. for me. Uh. <laughs> yeah, but is the TFR so, for the Super Bowl or for Taylor Swift? What do you think? <laughs> Actually, probably both because both, yeah. she's making that mad dash from Tokyo to be able to come to the concert, to the Super Bowl so that she can see her boyfriend play. Right. Right. Yeah, and uh, we're we're not sure how that's going to work out because she just sold her Falcon 900 because uh, right. it doesn't have that kind of range, and uh, reportedly it's a little bit too small inside for her boyfriend to be able to stand up. So she's probably looking for a bigger airplane. Hmm. So is, has she already sold it? Yes, the, her Falcon 900 that she's had toured with for like the last 13 years, she just sold. But she has another airplane for backup. So, you yeah, know, there's. Mm. I wonder if like uh, Jimmy from Jimmy's World going to buy a Taylor Swift's airplane, turn it into an RV. <laughs> 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 That'd be a good uh, project for him. Yeah. Right. But, but, I think he's got enough uh, to handle just with uh, Elvis's jet mm-hmm. turning it into an RV. I don't think he's going to want to do it twice. Yeah. Well, I mean, you know, she just got another Grammy for album of the year. So she's like uh, above Elvis now. So, uh, you know, it might be a thing. I mean, her plane is the fact she's selling her plane. That's going to be a collector's item now, probably. Wouldn't you think, Tom? That, you got to put a surcharge on something like that, don't you? Yeah, if you're a Swifty. 
Absolutely. Yeah. yeah, maybe Swifties go together and, and buy it and put it in a museum or up on a pedestal somewhere. Yeah, they'll try to do uh-huh. something Well, it was sold like to a, uh, an LLC in Missouri, so maybe some charter company's going to you know start selling rides on her jet to her fans or something. They're going to do yeah. something nutty like that, you know. You could sit in the same seat. Oh, boy. I could say something, but I will not. I, yeah, we're all going to leave Moving on on Just Plain Radio. <laughs> Just Plain Radio, the show devoted exclusively to flying and the aviation lifestyle. You are now clear for takeoff with Just Plain Radio, the show devoted exclusively to flying and the aviation lifestyle. Nervous? Uh, never flown before. Nothing to it. You sit back, be a bird, and drink up. Sometimes I cry, sometimes I fly like a bird. This is Just Plane Radio. Greg, a co-pilot. That's me, along with Captain Dennis and Tom Haynes. All right, so there's a uh, press release on uh, the progress of a new DARPA ground effect X-plane that can haul 100 tons of cargo. Is this kind of a cool thing? Is this the future, uh, Dennis, or what do you think? Well, I don't know that this is the future. I mean, we've looked at a lot of these things over the years, and actually looking at the artist renderings, it reminds me a lot of the Spruce Goose from, you know, post-World War II, Howard Hughes' great big airplane. And it looks like it's going to exploit the same capabilities, you know, really big wing, flying low, can handle, you know, a lot of cargo, Mm -hmm. um, but it can't go very high because the wing is designed to, lift only within you know 30 to 100 feet something like that but it can but haul a much, lot of stuff it can haul a lot but you know the only downside to that is where's the fog where's the winds where's the bad weather so i don't know how much utility it actually will have but we'll see there might yeah. be a use case yeah it yeah, looks I mean, like it has uh eight engines on it they're probably electric i assume and there it says something about them starting the first test flights and uh, 2028. What do you think, Tom? Could this be a thing? Could this be uh, the future? Yeah, but and I, I've seen other sort of civilian versions of this kind of thing um, fairly recently brought forward too. And, and that in that case, it was an electric aircraft that they were talking about, and but more for passenger and 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 more civilian kind of operations. But you have to remember, while it's you know it is an interesting transportation uh, concept, mm-hmm. you have to remember that it's only useful over water. So it's not like you're going cross-country in this thing. You can fly up and down the coast, um, that kind of thing, and, and that could be very efficient. There could be great uses for that, but it's but it's kind of limited in its application um, and moving stuff up, basically up and down a coast. I mean, unless you've got super long range, and then I suppose you could even cross oceans with it. Um, but obviously flying low altitude like that, uh, if it's got um, sort of turbine engines in it, jet engines or whatever, it's going to use a lot of fuel at those kind of altitudes. You're right, this one, I'm actually seeing um, 10 motors on the one version that I'm seeing of uh, the, the artist rendering actually has 10 motors. Wow. Presumably, yeah. they do look like they are probably electric. Yeah. Um, so, it actually anyway. shows it uh, flying over, you know, semi-rough seas. Yeah, which, I think it says Sea uh, State state 1 and 2, at least. Or yeah. Four, yeah, pretty similar. But, but, you know, you're trying five. to fly this across the ocean and the weather gets you. God help you. Yeah. I can't imagine that would be a fun flight 
I was going to say it'd be kind of cool. Theoretically, fly it over land, but you have to avoid all of the things that are sticking up to you know 100 yes. feet or more, and that's most cell towers and buildings, and so it's just not real practical on most routes. Yeah, well, it'd be this would be like a step up from uh, like one of these uh, fast ferries they got going from you know the east coast of Florida mm-hmm. over to the Bahamas or something like that. And it looks it looks pretty big. I mean the cabin looks like a 747 kind of size plane to me just from the artist rendering but yeah i, I suspect know. amazon will pick these up to be able to get all of our freight from china over to here quicker maybe <laughs> ah maybe yeah. that's long range over water and, type and of a thing till they hit that rogue wave then they're <laughs> gonna have well, a problem or for waves the container ships are gonna be a big problem too. yeah well i mean or maybe it just handles them like a ramp you know <laughs> just like woo. There goes Evil Knievel and the new uh, float plane thing. I don't know. Uh, but, you know, it's interesting. But it does, uh, it is kind of interesting, too, how it just looks like the old spruce goose. It's not a very attractive type of, it, lo- it definitely looks vintage in that regard. It does. Whether you, uh, you think that's a good thing or a bad thing, I don't know. But uh, we'll see. We'll see if that's the future. Now, uh, we got some other uh, stuff to navigate. Uh, Dennis, what's on the radar? Where do we want to go next? Well, we saw an interesting article coming out of Colorado about a uh, local uh, bureaucrat who was uh, in charge of the Rocky Mountain Metropolitan Airport. He abruptly left his job after uh, apparently some controversial transcripts of uh, some conversations he had were uh, posted online. Hmm. Now, I kind of think of this guy, he's kind of my hero because he's saying the quiet part out loud uh, when it comes to noise complaints. I've always thought the same thing. I don't understand how people can buy a house buy an airport, and then proceed to complain about airplane noise. In most cases, these airports have been here before these people were even born. Right. I mean, when's the last time we had a new airport built? I mean, other than Denver Airport in Colorado, which, by the way, is suffering from a similar problem. They built it and put it an hour outside the city. The city moved to the airport, and now those people are complaining about the noise, too. Mm-hmm. So I just find it very interesting but this guy literally called these people airport busybodies as nut jobs and was belittling their concerns about airplane noise hmm. and, you and, know and i just i find it frustrating as a pilot and i'm sure that these airport managers do as well but as in aviation we are always on the defensive and it doesn't seem fair i wish in some cases that somebody would actually step up and go the other way around and go look You've placed a thousand noise complaints from these four addresses. Why don't we go and deal with those people instead of having to have community meetings and coming up with all sorts of strategies and policies and, you know, basically banning touch and goes at Torrance like their city council just approved this week. Mm -hmm. Like Uh, mail them uh, earplugs. Is that what you're recommending or what? Hey, I'm all for eminent domain. We do it to improve the community, right? Maybe we take their house if it's so noisy there. Um, but that apparently is not something that we want to do within aviation and keep people happy. So, yeah, that probably wouldn't go over very well. I mean, is that a common, uh, thing you've seen over the years, uh, with your experience working at AOPA too, Tom? Oh yeah. I mean, it's probably one of the number one things AOPA's, uh, government affairs team deals with, particularly in the airport side is noise complaints around airports. And, and they all kind of fit the same mode that the Dennis was just talking about. You know, people move close to an airport because it's available land and it's cheaper. And the reason it's cheaper is because, well, it's next to an airport and it's right. noisy there. Mm-hmm. And so people buy, you know, these less expensive lots and then build these big houses on them and then are seemingly shocked 
that there's noise overhead and then they start complaining and and municipalities are are really the ones that uh are the are to blame in a lot of cases but california actually has some decent um, land use um, requirements now near airports but it's kind of like a little too late for that in a lot of locations like santa monica reed hillview and other places um, where residents have already built up around the airport and then are complaining and what really frustrates me is that the people who are complaining and often want the airports closed it's financial in that they know that if the airport closes the value of their their houses is going to going to go up yeah. so they bought cheap knowing they were near the airport and now we're going to try to close the airport and that will in in return increase the value of our property and, that, mm. and that's just very frustrating right yeah it's usually not the real reason they're bitching let's be honest we've covered right. this many times on the show follow uh, the money yeah uh, yeah exactly yeah they're real estate developers and they realize not only they may have property near the airport like you just described that scenario but the other one is they they think hey if the city gets a hold of this we can develop this into some new condos and and turn it into a multi-million dollar money maker for the city or whatever you got those people that are doing that kind of nonsense so the noise complaint issue seems to be you know uh means to an end uh to try yeah. to to accomplish some of that uh, those shenanigans. So uh, yeah, I, yeah. I go back to let, mail them some earplugs and say, "Look, twenty years, you won't need this. We'll be electric. We'll be much quieter anyway." Uh, you could uh, play that card. I, yeah. I wonder if technology is going to just solve this issue and kind of take it off the table in the future anyway. Do you, are you following me with that one, Tom? What do you no, think? I don't yeah. think it's going to fix the problem because there was just recently a lawsuit by a, a family that they sued a hot air balloon operator for violating the airspace over their house. Fortunately, they lost. The hot, the hot air balloon operator was uh, successful in, in winning the case, but... People will find a way to complain. Well, yeah, no but they are not why. complaining about noise, or they no, are. No, but they're complaining <laughs> about the airplane invading their privacy. So, you uh, know, now you uh, don't have the noise, but you've got the airplane coming over my house and, you know, interrupting my sunbathing in my backyard. Right. Yeah, they float above me, and uh, he's a loud talker. You seen that episode on Seinfeld? He's a loud talker. He flies right over. Sure, I'm nude sunbathing, but that's besides the point. It's always that, something. That, that literally happened here in our backyard, Dennis. That was the nude sunbathing? Well, maybe that too, but the <laughs> balloon thing happened right here. Okay, well, on that disturbing thought, we better wrap it up. Till next time, remember, there is no better high than learning to learning fly. To fly. Just Plain Radio is brought to you by JustPlainRadio.com. I say we take off and nuke the entire site from Morbid. Your aviation resource on the information super skyway. It's the only way to be sure. Just Plain Radio is a production of Overboard Entertainment Incorporated. They're just plain wrong. Remember, you can listen live or to archives of past shows worldwide over the internet at JustPlainRadio.com. I'm going to leave my people up to the radio tower. So tell a friend and take off every week with Just Plain Radio. And I'm going to make a call. The show devoted exclusively to flying and the aviation lifestyle. (laughs) 
Listen up, everybody. I have some news. The opinions you just heard on Just Plain Radio are those of the hosts, callers, and guests. We are screwed. They are not necessarily those of any station or network, its management, or advertisers. A little too far across the line. There are many factors to consider before learning to fly. What is your problem? So make sure you do your own research and get the proper instruction before your exploration into aviation. Thank you very much, sir. Have any questions or comments? Feel free to do so via the web at JustPlainRadio.com. 